Hello and welcome back to our latest episode of The Writer's Haven. I am your host, Musu of Musu Writes, and I hope this latest episode finds you and your family members well and that your writing journey, your creative journey is going great. Um, I want to thank you again for your continuous support. Um, I recently saw a, a pretty interesting uptick um, from the last episode, so it looks like you guys gave me a yes as far as doing things in that format, reading different excerpts from um, different books. So I do appreciate your feedback and I appreciate the new followers, the new subscribers. This is very exciting. So I want to welcome you and I hope that you continue to enjoy the show. Um, today's guest, we have award-winning trademark attorney and best-selling author Radiance Harris. Um, she is based out of the DMV area and I had a lot of fun um, talking with uh, Radiance. She had a lot of great information to offer, not just as an attorney, but as an author as well. She put together a very good book called Trademark Like a Boss. And this is something that I think will be um, very important to include um, in the books, in the book collections of entrepreneurs, business owners, or people who are looking to go into business. Because with everything going on right now, there is a lot of doubt, a lot of concern about whether or not it, sh- it would be a good idea to make that move. You may have been planning uh, for the past few years or for however long. And then, you know, with 2020 being what it is, it may make you have second thoughts. Um, you're looking around and you may see other businesses suffering. But again, after talking with Radiance, she really um, changed my perspective on that because um, I was able to see things that I was not able to see um, as far as the, the world of business, the world of trademarking goes and how there is still room for innovation. There is still room for creativity. There's still room for growth in whatever it is that you're trying to do. So take a listen to our episode. Uh, her contact information will be available in the show notes. If you want to reach out to her directly, if you want to connect with me, my handle across the board is at Musu Writes. That's on IG, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And the website, MusuWrites.com. And if you go to the website, um, I strongly encourage you to sign up for the newsletter uh, because that is probably the best way that I'll be able to get the latest things out to you guys, uh, the latest uh, guests that'll be coming on the show and all that good stuff. All right. Or if you just want to connect with me, that would be great too. So take a listen. I hope you enjoy. Take care and talk to you next time. So welcome to the Writer's Haven. And, um, you know, I'm really interested in learning more about what you're doing because I I think what you're doing is very unique. So I would love to learn more about that. And uh, so let's just start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your vision. Sure. So I am Radiance Harris, and I'm the founder and managing attorney of Radiance IP Law. And my mission is basically to educate and help small businesses protect their brands. Okay. And the reason I'm focused on that is because of my past experience working in big law and realizing that um, a lot of small business owners were getting in legal trouble simply because they lacked an understanding about the importance and value of trademarks. Okay. And I know, like you said, you started your, you started off in big law. And then you um, moved over in something um, that's more focused on a certain type of 
you know, clientele. Um, what is the main difference? Of course, you know, you're, you're more focused on um, certain types of clients, but what is the biggest difference that stood out to you um, as, with right, working in, you know, or more traditional law versus what you're doing now? As the main thing was that the, the types of clients I worked with previously, there were, you know, big fortune 200 companies. Um, and what I noticed working with them is that, you know, they very much understood the importance and value of their trademarks, but they understood it early. So before they even became big names, like they were protecting their trademarks when they first launch. And I think that makes a big difference between the brands you end up hearing about and end up making it and those that don't. Mm -hmm. um, it's the, the difference between believing in yourself at the beginning and committing to your dreams and committing to your goals and making sure that you're protected to prepare for that future growth. And so that's what I learned from working in big law, that that was the case, that they protected themselves early and continue to protect and force themselves as they grew. Uh, with small businesses, particularly, um, I've, I come across two kinds. There's the one, most of my clients are the ones that under, clearly understand the importance and value of their trademarks. They wanna protect them early. They wanna make sure that they are legal protected as they scale. On the flip side, I do come across those small businesses that don't understand trademarks yet, they're kind of hesitant to even invest in legal because they're like, well, I don't know if this is going to succeed. I don't, you know, they're kind of doubting the ability, like the, their, that their vision will become a reality. Um, and so that's the main thing that I realize is that only a small handful of entrepreneurs and small businesses actually protect their, their trademarks because there's a lack of education. And so a big part of what I do is educating people about trademarks, what it is, uh, how it will help you as you want to achieve your goals moving forward. Okay, and that, and that is excellent. Now with this information, is this what you incorporated into your book, Trademark Like a Boss? Cause we can talk about that. I, I think that is a, a much needed book, but can you get into, um, you know, what inspired you to write that type of book, especially from the, the field that you work in? Well, I felt like I was called back in August. I just ha felt like a, it was placed on my heart to write this book. Um, my clients that come and work with, with me and, and my team, they don't want to have to deal with the process. They're like, here, you do it. You're the expert. You do it. Um, however, there are people who, you know, will reach out and they want to learn more about the process. Um, but they are, have limited resources. And so I wanted to be able to help those who have limited resources, who do understand the importance and value. They really want to trademark their brand, but they simply can't afford an attorney right now. And so that's what inspired me to write Trademark Like a Boss, the ultimate step-by-step -step guide to protecting your brand. It's basically a step-by-step -step guide that walks entrepreneurs and business owners through how to successfully register their trademarks with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Okay, and I've um, spoken with other people ab about this before um, with, with trademarking. I, I don't think enough people know about it, and so with writing a book like that, um, for me, I don't know, you let me know, I could see that as 
you know, challenging for in different ways than one for, for in different ways. Can you tell me um, what the process was like as far as, you know, how you, you chose your content and what you felt should be included? And then just overall completing that, con- you know, all of that and how you felt about it once the book was completed. Well, the process wasn't as complicated as I had thought. Um, Ultimately, I chose to write about something that I know. So I wrote about trademarks, which is something I've been doing for over a decade now. And so I know about trademarks. And so basically, when I wrote the book, I wrote it um, in a way that anybody could read and understand. I wanted it to be fun and easy to read and a delightful read. I didn't want it to be like a boring law book that you would often come across. Um, So in writing it, I wanted to make sure it was user-friendly, so including helpful guides and charts and worksheets. And then I also basically outlined it based on basically the frequently asked questions that I often get from people. So whether it's they're hitting me up in the DMs or sending me an email or chatting with me at a networking event, these are like the commonly asked questions, like how to do an application, what can I trademark, what can I trademark? Um, what is included in an application? How long is the process? What does the process entail? So I basically compiled all of those frequently asked questions and created it into a book in an easy to read format that walks you step by step through the process. Okay. So I would imagine, you know, someone like me who was completely clueless, I would be able to (laughs) digest that type of information because um, from different conversations that I've had with people, the trademark process it, it can be very tedious and not everybody uh, goes through it. Yes. They, they don't follow through with it because it's just, you know, I don't know if it's a tiring process or what, but they're just like, okay, I can't do this anymore type thing. Yes. It's a long process. It's about 10 months to a year on average. Wow. Um, so you definitely have to have patience, but it's one of those processes that, I think if, if you are, it's always best to hire a professional to do it. So if you can afford to hire an attorney to do it for you, you absolutely should. But if you're not, for whatever reason, this book will help you understand why you need a trademark and how to do it. Because okay. that's the most important thing. So it's very, by the time you finish reading this book, you will understand what a trademark is. You should be able to identify your own trademark um, and successfully complete an application or, or on the other hand, you might say, I read this book. I don't want to do this myself. Let me go hire radius. <laughs> so one of the two are going to happen. <laughs> but in any event, you will have way more information and education about trademarks than you did before reading it. <laughs> okay. And yeah. And so when you were putting this book together, anything surprising about that, that task or that journey? Um, I wouldn't say anything particularly was surprising. I think for me, it was, I felt an urgency to write it and to write it within a certain amount of time. So I actually hired a a book coach to help me to kind of keep me accountable and help me easily through the process. And so um, I thought that that would help eliminate some of the stress that can come with it. But the main surprising thing is that I guess I put a little bit too much pressure on myself in trying to meet a deadline that I had established. Like I was like, I want to have it 
launch on this day because I want it before the holidays. I want to do it during the month that our firm is five years old. Like I put a lot of pressure on myself um, and meeting a deadline that I just kind of made up. But ultimately, it didn't really matter. I could have just taken my time <laughs> and wrote, you know, and wrote it and took my time. And then once it was final and I was comfortable with it, then I could have, you know, did the launch. But I kind of put some unnecessary pressure on myself to get it done within a certain timeline. Like I essentially wrote the book in 72 hours over a weekend, like went to a hotel and just started writing. Mm -hmm. And then I published it within 90 days. So if I were to do it again, I probably wouldn't uh, put so much pressure. I do think there's value in writing things quickly, but I caused myself some unnecessary stress in the process. <laughs> got you. Got you. <laughs> yeah. And so you, with the book, it covers really important information, especially during these times. You know, a lot of small businesses are unfortunately on the chopping block these days, you know, mm -hmm. with everything going on. So where where do you and your firm um, stand on that? You know, what role have you been playing lately uh, as far as uh, these business owners go? Well, I've been helping businesses protect their brand. So during this, the last few months during this pandemic, business has can increase significantly. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say before the pandemic, I worked mostly with six and seven figure businesses. So a lot of the times it's those businesses that um, come to me after they started making money and their business is growing quickly and they're like, oh, oh crap, I need to do the legal stuff now. Um, okay. Those were my clients. But since the pandemic, a lot more newer startup just creating businesses were coming to me to get their trademarks protected. Um, and so I think there are two things that are happening here. One is that people are becoming more uh, aware of trademarks, particularly because it's becoming more of a mainstream conversation. Like you're often hearing news reports about uh, LeBron James trying to file for this or Cardi B filing for that or Kim Kardashian. So mm -hmm. people, it's now becoming more talked about and mainstream than it's ever been before. And then secondly, there's a big boom now with small businesses. Like, yeah, there are some businesses that are struggling and, and not surviving this, but there are new businesses that are coming to the surface. And so it's important to realize that a trademark is what is the differentiator. It's what differentiates you from all of your competitors. And so people are understanding that, yeah, I need to protect this early because as my business grows, I need to make sure that I have my, my piece of the pie, so to speak. And that's very interesting, for, I think, with um, businesses that are still starting up despite, uh, you know, what's going on out there. And what are some of, um, what are other questions or issues that are presented to you, not just with the, the new businesses, but for those who are trying to, quote unquote, stay afloat? Well, a lot of my uh, clients are looking at ways to pivot or add additional means of income and so they're essentially trying to figure out how can I monetize my intellectual property so a lot of times we've already created a bunch of stuff like we've got a whole bunch of writing we've got a whole bunch of artwork we've got a whole bunch of videos that we've already recorded or done for some reason or another how can we monetize this meaning compile it whether it's in making a, a new course or licensing uh, training to others, so thir teaching third parties how to do X. There are ways that you can actually leverage the content you've already created to create passive income for your business. 
So this is passive income, meaning money while you sleep. So you're already, mm -hmm. you've already done the hard work and you've got all this content. So whether it's you got a compilation of all these writings, maybe you'll create a book or maybe you'll create a course or what have you. And so that's what I've been working with a lot of clients on is like how to leverage the content and stuff that they've already created and then monetizing that to create more income for their business. Wow. That's, I know I, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> Um, yeah, because, you know, I, I guess we see, you know, so many discouraging stories of, you know, businesses that are not able to make it, but to hear that there are different ways to still innovate and um, stay in the green, so to speak, that's, that's really encouraging to hear. Um, and when you advise your clients with this information, and, you know, the, the information that you have in your, your book, what has been the reaction so far, you know? Is it believe is it believable for them or do they are they quick to act on it? You know, what what reactions have you been getting? I've been particularly um for my book Trademark Like a Boss, I've gotten really good feedback from that. I mean, on launch day, it was a number one bestseller on Amazon in multiple categories. And congrats. So many, yeah. Thank you. And and so many people have left reviews and sent me emails and said, thank you for this. Like, I've been wanting to do this, but, you know, I couldn't figure it out. And, you know, now I feel confident in, in doing it. And, and that's exactly why I wrote the book. I wanted to not only educate, but empower these entrepreneurs, creatives, small business owners to feel like, okay, sometimes people get paralyzed by the fact that, oh, I, I might not be able to afford something. So I wanted to empower those who thought that this was unattainable for them, like trademark was unattainable. Um, and then on the flip side with the clients who do hire me to handle their trademark, now they're realizing, okay, I made this investment. I've got trademark protection for the life of a registration is 10 years. Hmm. So people don't realize like once you have it, You've got that protection for 10 years, you know, so long as you prove uh, around year five and six that you're still using it as you've applied for it and as you've registered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've got it for 10 years. So, you know, if you think about that, making this investment now, something that you can leverage for the next 10 years and then and then so on and so forth, you can renew it every 10 years. And so for them, they're like, oh, wow, like I, I didn't know this. Like I didn't know that there are other ways I can license, uh, I can start licensing things. I can start do, uh, branching off and extending my brand. And so these are things that they are becoming aware of just by making the investment and protecting their brand now. Um, mm -hmm. And then as they prepare for the future growth that they envision for themselves. And speaking of the future, let's take a look into 2021. What's your outlook for not only business owners, but entrepreneurs as well? My outlook is that I think businesses are going to continue to start up. I mean, we're in a crazy time, as we've seen with the coronavirus, and, and now there's been like some economic issue, you know, economic uh, pains, so much so that a lot of people are starting to realize that the nine to five is not reliable. So mm -hmm. I need to do a side hustle. I need to start yeah. a business or something. And so even though there's been a, a a de decline in the number in businesses, like a lot of businesses are closing and all of that. I think there are going to be a lot more businesses that are emerging and that are be going to be become more innovative. Because if you think about the like the last economic downturn, that's when like the Ubers, you know, came out of it. And so I think that's what we're going mm -hmm. to see going into 2021. People are going to be becoming more innovative. Like even if you think about 
on Instagram, you've got Versus. That came out of this pandemic where it's a way to spotlight entertainers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And these entertainers are reaping the benefits because after a Versus, they call it the Versus effect, people are going and downloading and purchasing the artist's you know, music. And so that's what I mean by there's a lot of innovation that's coming out of this. Like, how can we leverage the fact that people are at home, that we're becoming more digital and more virtual? And so I think that's what we're going to see is a lot more move to like virtual, digital, becoming more innovative in that regard, because the old school, I guess you could say brick and mortar might not be the way to go um, in terms of businesses moving okay. forward. Yeah. And again, with everything going on, that gives a lot of hope as far as looking forward to the next year. And do you also think that even though some businesses, you know, may not have made it this year, there's a way for them to maybe reinvent themselves or bounce back in 2021? Absolutely. Yes. You can always reinvent yourself. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. This is excellent information. Any other uh, words of wisdom or words to the wise that you would have for those who, you know, may be on the fence as far as um, deciding whether or not they're going to make that jump? You know, you still have folks thinking about making the jump from the nine to five to, you know, uh, creating something that they have always wanted to do. But with everything going on, they're hesitant. I would say, you know, take the leap. I too used to work at a, you know, nine to five and had the golden handcuffs working in bid law. And for many years I was like, Oh, there's no way I'm leaving this cushy job and this good, you know, paycheck. But ultimately it was the best decision I could have made for myself because um, it's limitless what I can do. I can make Mm -hmm. as much money as I want. I can make as much impact as I can. Mm -hmm. So even if you're able to just, even start a side hustle. I wasn't able to start a side hustle because there's conflicts when you're a lawyer, you can't work for one law firm and then start your own law firm. Yeah. But you can do so in other areas. And so I would say dip your toe in it and, you know, start as a side hustle and, you know, just to get started and mm-hmm. start moving forward towards your, your dream. And I think that's important to like get off that ledge and just do it. Like, just do it. And when you feel the time is right, and that's the thing, there really is no time is right. But when you start building more confidence in yourself and got that mindset to realize that you don't have to stay in that nine to five, especially if you're not enjoying it and you can actually do better on your own, then just go for it. But I would say just go for it. Just take that first step. Absolutely. And I think that is, you know, that is just a wonderful way to to look at things, Um, especially now. And it's it's, this is the I feel it's the right time to start looking, you know, or make taking that consideration. So um, you've got a a great message and you also have, you know, uh, great content, you know, and I, I myself am thinking about um, well, I will get a copy of Trademark Like a Boss because <laughs> there are certain moves I, I want to make in 2021. Yes, so. <laughs> absolutely. And if anyone else is interested in um, checking out my book, you can go to my website, radianceiplaw.com forward slash book, and you can order it from my website and get a signed copy from yours truly. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. So Radiance, I do want to thank you so much for coming on today. And um, we will provide, you know, all of your contact information in the show notes. So, um, you know, I look forward to seeing you continue to prosper and, um, you know, that what you're doing, your vision and 
just looking forward to see that grow and all that beautiful stuff. So is there um, anything else that you would like to share with us before you go back to your busy life? Thank you, Musu, again, for having me. This has been a blast. If anyone wants to connect with me, of course, you can check out my website, radianceiplaw.com. You can also follow me on social media. I'm at Radiance Harris ESQ on Instagram and at Radiance Harris on LinkedIn. All right. Thank you so much. And um, we will be in touch. I appreciate it. Pleasure. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I will end up.